and we are live. Let's get the link out. I didn't uh, put any music this time because it seems like no matter how much I lower it, it's just too loud. Yeah, I was going to tell you that too. Uh, a couple of our listeners, like the music's way too loud. It like drowns us out. I, I had it down to five. Like I kind of felt like there's no way it could be too loud. But I digress. Let's get the links here. Yeah, we don't need the music anyway. No, because we got plenty of shit to talk about today. Plenty of shite. It's been a big week. It's been a huge week. Yeah. Huge week. We got two people in in watching already. Nice. Wait, do I even need to put the link out if uh, we're live on Facebook anyway? In the no, Facebook went automatic. Anyway. Went automatic. Already got yeah, the notifications. What am I, an asshole? We're good, bro. We're what up and running. What am I, a freaking asshole? <laughs> well, all right then. We're live. Welcome. Thank you guys for taking some time. You guys have been uh, live streaming like crazy the last few days. Yeah. So much happening. The Royal Rumble. So before we get into all the like the DC stuff and the Last of Us, which is the bread and butter of today of right now, uh, I got to ask you guys, as the wrestling fans. Uh, are you happy with the shit that went down over the weekend? Facebook user, hey, hey. I got to get this on Facebook and see who that is. Jennifer Rivera. Oh, hi, oh. Jennifer. Thanks for, thanks for watching. Well, not, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. We're going to spoil The Last of Us if you, if you want to watch it. But if you want to just hang out, just hang out. What's up, What's Butters? What's up, Butters? Um, so, um, yeah, go ahead, Zuplex. You start us off. Uh, the Rumble you was... the Rumble and everything? You know, we were we were a little bit mixed on the rumble. I came in at an eight point seven. I think Fred was an eight point two. Um, some really great moments. Some really not so great moments. Um, Storylines got advanced, but it wasn't really what we were all looking for. So we got to wait and see. Though it is a good start, I think, to the road to WrestleMania, which is okay. where we're on right now. So, and what about you, uh, Scythe? What are you thinking? Um, uh, I, I agree with Zuplex. It wasn't exactly what we were looking for. However, it did have, um, great matches. Uh, it definitely, it definitely gave us a, a storyline twist that is going to be fun to explore, um, all, all the way to WrestleMania. My, my biggest issue with the rumble was it was secondary to, um, everything else going on, uh, and, and that should never be the case for the Royal Rumble. That should always be the main attraction. Well, that's actually a good point. Um, I haven't watched the Royal Rumble in forever. Butters was at the Rumble, and I, I imagine being there was a huge, a phenomenal experience. I'm sure. Even even if the Rumble was disappointing, I'm sure it was a phenomenal. We, experience. we really missed you on the live stream too, Bud. We wanted you in there with us, giving us like the outside of wrestling perspective. We're gonna yep. have to do a, a very specific, a very special interview with Butters. You have to walk us through your entire day at a at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, I think I don't remember the last time I've been to like a wrestling event like live. I mean, I was a kid, maybe a teenager. It was the oldest, so I'm not a huge wrestling fan these to, days. Uh, I think you're gonna have to live stream Elimination Chamber with us when we maybe, do that. I don't know. Get don't you know. back into this, Bud. I don't know if I have time, man. How am I supposed to have time to watch all the movies and shows if I'm watching 16 hours of wrestling every week? I do. It feels like it's on all the time. You watch the shows, but you don't play the games. 
You play Call of Duty. I like to play games too. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Speaking uh, of playing games. Did you guys, uh, I guess you guys talked probably in detail, right? If anyone missed it, um, there's a couple of streams that these guys did about the reaction to the Rumble, the we'll kind of aftermath of the others. Rumble, the Raw reaction. So if you have, if you really want any of their uh, opinions, uh, there's plenty of footage out there about yeah. those opinions. And um, keep an eye out, too, if you have any on the TikTok and Instagrams and stuff, because I'm going to be taking clips and putting them up there, too. So you'll, you'll get it. You'll figure out what they thought. But uh, yes. let's see. Let's see. We had some big. We had the Last of Us episode three this weekend, which was really unbelievable. And then today was the big day for all the DC fans out there. The Gods and Monsters yeah. DC Studios chapter one was announced. Um, we'll get into that in more detail. Secondly, let's talk about the Last of Us first. So I'm assuming both yep. of you guys watched it. Absolutely. Let me pull up an image of the the man, the myth, the legend that uh, honestly completely stole the show. Uh, this this, yeah. this weekend, Nick Offerman absolutely obliterated his role as uh, Bill. Um, I was blown away. I mean, listen, we all knew he could be funny. We all knew he could act, but uh, yep. I mean, he touched, he tugged at the heartstrings better than anyone I've ever seen in my life. Uh, such a phenomenal. I give the episode a ten out of ten. I feel like I'm three in a row now with basically saying it's a perfect episode. Um, but no, let's right, so here's my problem. Oh, with your oh, oh, you went first before. Let's Scythe go first now. Come on. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Scythe, what do you think about uh, The Last of Us, episode three? Overall, uh, it was a strong, strong episode. Uh, Nick Offerman killed it. Uh, I forget who the actor was that was Frank, but Murray he Bartlett. killed it as well. What was it? Murray Bartlett or Bartlett. That's how you say his name. Murray Bartlett. All right. Um, they both. Uh, did a phenomenal job and uh, it was just basically the two of them the whole episode and yeah. um, it, it was it, it, like you said it pulled at the heartstrings um, I, my it, it's not a perfect episode to me though because how it deviated from the game is not what I wanted to see uh, it's not what I was expecting from a bill episode um, okay I but overall, the overall the episode was great, and uh, <clears throat> I loved that they incorporated his traps. Yes, <laughs> like you got the experience in the game. Uh, it was front and center in, in this episode. Well, what about all right? So, uh, Zuplex, what did you think? All right, so this episode alone, standing alone on its own, should probably win the show uh, an Emmy, if not. A Golden Globe. Totally agree. Uh, the acting, the acting in this episode, is absolutely a clinic on how to do, um, like a like an emotional, um, love story in a post-apocalyptic world, right? Absolutely. It should be However, what they uh, what they use for teaching at an acting school yeah, because it was a master class. Hell yeah, there's a master class on on it. Here's my problem with this episode. In an overall, as an episode by itself, it's one of the one of the most emotional, greatest episodes of television I've ever seen in my life. In an overall story for the for the series of Last of Us, this episode meant absolutely nothing, and that's the problem with it. See, that's wrong, though. Yeah, it's a no, bottle. Not wrong. It's a bottle episode where they killed off both Bill and Frank at the end of it. Yep. 
And now there's nowhere to go with this story whatsoever. So in the overall story of Last of Us, whether or not anything happens in this episode, the story of Last of Us is not affected in any way, shape, or form. But that's not true. The whole that, point of this episode that's the was... With this episode. No, but the whole point of this episode was to give Joel, finally give him the push to commit to saving Ellie and protecting her and bringing her to where she's going to happen regardless. That was going to happen regardless. Yeah. No. The, yeah. the whole his whole mission was to bring her to Frank and Bill. That was his mission, and, and then he was leaving. That's okay, it. but the, but my the point, point of this episode was that if the he brought her to Frank and Bill, Frank or Bill was going to tell tell Joel to go take her anyway. So it's, hold on, you think Frank from this episode would have been like, "Nah, I'm not dealing with her." Frank absolutely would have stepped up to try and save her life. Maybe. But he wouldn't be able to because he had cancer. Right. So he would have turned to Bill because he's Frank's not going to let someone, a kid in particular, just basically be on her own. So he would have turned to Bill and been like, bro, we got to do this. Right. And Bill, loving Frank, would have absolutely said yes. And Bill would turn around and be like, I'm too old to do this. So, Joel, you have to take her. So either anyway, you look yeah. at this in a Jones. Joel wouldn't have listened, though. Like, I don't think this, so. I, I felt like the whole purpose of this episode. Would, no, I don't think he would have listened. I think he would have said, and, no, I'm not doing it. We'll go back to the quarantine. And also, bro, your logic is flawed because in the second episode, the sacrifice of Tess is what makes Joel bring, know, bring Ellie know that to he's Bill and bring Frank. Ellie Frank. Bring Bill and Frank. But regardless Bill of that, and Frank, yes. once once that happens with Tess, Joel knows that he's got to be in charge of this kid. And just because Bill and Frank aren't there anymore, Tess. now he's got to take her, uh, take him to the brother. But no, at the end yeah, of the day... This episode in the overall story means absolutely nothing. I don't it, 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 I agree with the uh, Zuplex here. Like, like I was saying, and like we've all been saying, uh, the episode alone was fantastic, massive oh, class acting. Uh, 100% <clears throat> this episode was meaningless to the overall story. Um, it, I feel it like was, you both missed the point. Not nah, the point was oh, to no, get to Bill and Frank, and when they got there, they were dead. So there was no point of going there to begin with. <laughs> well, they got so, supplies out of it. They got a truck. They got. Yeah, a they could have found, I mean, found supplies anywhere. anywhere. They could have found supplies anywhere. If they then why did he have to go to Bill and Frank's if he could have found supplies anywhere? They clearly. Well, what I'm saying is, the world, they, 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 they may not have done a great job explaining it. But they were part of the by. fireflies, or he was an ex firefly or whatever it was. Like the mission was to get to them. Um, and just that or a supplier in, in in the game, we got to see Bill because Frank was already dead in the game. If right. uh, you he didn't know, Zuplex, I don't know if you got that far, but it's about um, where I ended, yeah. With Joel and Ellie, we got to see Bill interact with them, and you get to see Ellie and Bill have the tension and like Bill not wanting to do anything with Ellie and not giving shit about her and get off my property, basically get off my lawn type of old man. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get any of that. They showed up, they read a, a letter and they're like, all right, well, we'll take the truck and get out of here. Like it, it was like, it was so pointless. It was a great episode for the two of them, but for the overall story, like Zuplex said, it meant nothing. To Joel yeah, and Ellie, think, uh, which is the main uh, part of the show. I don't think. See, I think I took it as the whole point was. It was really it was a build up to that letter, because it was basically uh, Bill explaining to Joel that our our role in this world is to protect protect who we love, and until we do that, we can't leave. And it was almost like to me, it was almost like Joel's wake up call 
that he doesn't have to just, you know, Ellie's not just cargo. She's a person that he needs to protect. So that would have felt more impactful if they met Bill and Frank and Bill was like, listen, this dude is dying. I can't leave him. It's up to you to take her. Uh, we can't do anything yeah. for you. That yeah. would have been more impactful. Or if Frank had died. Or if Frank had died. Yeah. And Bill was like, I just lost Frank. Like, you need to take her. You need to do this. I'm going with you. And we get more Nick Offerman in this amazing role. Well, right? I wouldn't have minded that because Nick Offerman was just yeah. really just um, unbelievable. Yeah. So I, I was going to kept him around. Having, and it was more of his character. To have them both kind of die and for their compound to just be like a stopgap on the way on the overall yeah. story, it just did a disservice to the amazing episode that we got. Like that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. my my problem with it. And the episode the was like, the game though. The game in the game there was the, the only yeah. purpose of seeing Bill. Well, you don't even go to meet Bill. You actually go into Tommy's and you happen to run into Bill. It's not a you know, it's just a random spot that you stop but at. You, you get, get a that inter- in car. interaction, and yeah. where the show deviated, they they took that interaction from us. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't. Uh, I don't miss that not having that interaction as much as you might. I didn't think it mattered so much. I think I enjoyed the episode enough where it did just, the job. It, it, it would have been it, fun it, banter to see between them because oh yeah, Bill being so be, grumpy yeah. as is, and then uh, with possibly the loss of Frank. He's not going to want to talk to fucking anybody. He's going to want to be by himself and uh, die on his own, basically. You think and we get more um, flashbacks, maybe, to and we get more Frank not. and Bill in future episodes? No, I don't think we'll get more Frank and Bill. I think their yeah, stories continue. We told their entire story. There's more to tell. Yeah, they the, yeah, were one and done. I mean, it'd be cool. I feel like I, I agree. I think we're not going to see him again, but it would have been cool if we did get some more flashbacks to Bill. Yeah. As like the lone survivor fighting off raiders, because like you know he didn't just have one encounter with raiders and one encounter with uh, zombies. Yeah, but they like kinda, he definitely had multiple spot times. They, they kind of told them. that entire story though, so it's like, see, my yeah. problem with this is this, at the end of the day, and and like listen, we're all in agreement. The acting in this episode was absolutely phenomenal. I'm not hating on the episode at all or anything like that, but at the end of the day, this felt like a filler episode. It was, yeah. I mean, every you know, show has filler um, episodes, so that's and normal. For you to have a filler episode that was that impactful, is it, kind of a loss in my in my in my eyes. You know, because it shouldn't have been. I, the filler I just don't episode. agree. I can't agree. I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved it, and I feel like it served its purpose. That's just my opinion. You know, I, I got to go back to your ten out of ten thing because every episode is yeah. ten out of ten. So are you saying every episode is perfect? Episode, oh, wait, all right, hold on a second. Are you saying that this so? This episode was it better or worse than the first episode? Better than the first episode. Okay, so then how are they both a ten out of ten? Because <laughs> you can't go higher than ten. This is so where you get ten out of ten. This is why you never give a ten. There's you no logic. never give a ten. Every, every episode is just getting better and better. So you know what? If the, if that's the case, then episode one was a ten out of ten. Episode two raised the bar, so that makes episode one a nine out of ten. Episode two a ten out of ten, and then episode three raised the bar even more. So now episode one and two are nine out of tens. This one's a ten out of ten. Episode four might raise the bar. That knocks this one down a peg and the other one up. You know, I, I'm calling it right now. The entire season is going to be ten out of tens every single episode. 
I'm giving them all. I'm already like. You I already start looking at this with more of a critical eye, bud. I, I love you, but you are you I, are one. I'm being critical. You know, I'm always critical about everything. You are a massive fan right now. It is hysterical. Oh, like, I'm 100. No, but here, here's the thing. I am too, and it, it that episode wasn't a 10 out of 10 episode. It it was a fantastic episode, but it wasn't a 10 out of 10 for me. I mean, we don't all have the same. Have to, we don't all have to have the same uh, grades, but I have no problems with any of it. Anything I've seen so far, any of the any of the decisions they made, any of the deviations. Really episode four hasn't released yet. It's already a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I'm 10 giving the 10. finale a, a twenty out of ten. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on pay, uh, out there now. The finale is gonna be what, phenomenal. What I, what I did love about this episode was like the first ten minutes when we got Joel and Ellie. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say what you didn't love or what you did love? What I did love uh, when we got Joel and Ellie in the beginning. Um, it just, I, I love how they capture the feeling of the video game. You yeah. just see oh, yeah. them uh, traversing like they're, you know, the paths and roads and trails and they're just making their way through uh ellie gets her first kill that was uh, a big zombie moment. kill um first of all why is she going in the dark hole by herself i don't know i think if, but, I don't know um, if you saw my reaction on tiktok i'm like i don't know if i would be exploring a pitch black hole <laughs> yeah. in a random gas station like you know something's gonna be down there <laughs> exactly but uh, uh when they go into the store and you just see all the shelves, you know, run down, rusty, uh, empty, you see the tiles falling from the ceiling. Yep. Like it just felt like I was moving the characters myself of my yeah. with the controller. Like, it just looked and, and felt so authentic. And uh, I, I can't what? get enough of that. I, and I, I'm excited that. It seems like episode four is going to be more of that. Just yes. Joel and Ellie. But we're getting a big moment, exploring. right? One of, the, one of the cooler moments from episode from the game is going to be happening in episode four. It seems like, and uh, I'm excited for that for sure. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't hasn't gotten that far in the game, but uh, it should be a pretty action packed episode. I'll just kind of throw that out there. Yeah. Um, so that's one, I do, um, one of the things the show is doing so well is it's making scavenging. And like, yeah, the parts of video games feel purposeful and have tension yes. in a show, which no other show has been able to forced. Well, I yeah, think like Walking Dead did that for a little bit, but then it's like every episode they had to go yeah, find yeah, more yeah. supplies, and it was just like this yeah, is okay, exactly like, what Resident Evil needs to do. Is make you, man, like gathering supplies and finding clues. This is what I'm saying. It, it needs to be like this. You guys who, I know, but I don't think it was you guys. I was arguing with somebody. They were like, "Oh, you're telling me a whole season of them searching the mansion would be exciting?" And I'm yeah, like, no, that, was was next. "That was definitely me." Oh yeah. So like th this this show is you see them scavenging, and I'm kind of interested yeah. every single time they go into a new building. That's no, the same kind of feeling proving. we can have. Yes, if it's done exactly like this, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be done right, obviously. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, like, you know, but on nine, nine times out of ten, it's not going to be done like this. <laughs> and it's well, obviously, be right? Obviously, we've learned that because we've had nine times out of ten Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil movies and not one of them done is, it right. This but, is my point. You know what I mean? Like, I up think, until uh, now, like, this this is the exception to the rule, right? Yeah, this is 100%. The, this is the one that's working, so we gotta we gotta roll with it, you know. One one interesting like almost addition to the show that I don't remember, and Fred, you might know more than me. If um, correct me if I'm wrong, the the idea that Joel and and Tess, I guess, had supplies stashed 
in different spots outside of the city. Like I know they had safe houses like around yeah. the city, but I don't think they ever had supplies or there was no stop off. They were like, yeah. yeah, we have stuff hidden just in case. Like I yeah, I don't remember Joel ever mentioning um, That's a smart addition, right? Because you would think yeah. people who go outside the city should be ready. I don't yeah, I don't think he's ever mentioned, hey, uh, we're gonna go into the store because I buried supplies somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think it was throughout the game it was just you scavenging. You know, one thing um, I don't like that they changed from the games. So they, they, if you notice, they both have the flashlight in their little, um, like the the book bag strap, but they yeah. never just turn it on and leave it there in the show. They take it out and they hold it around. In the game, you never did that. I just want them yeah. to, as a little visual cue to the game, just let them walk around with the flashlight on, without with their hands free. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about what do you think well, about she Joel? Did um, she did that when that? she when she climbed into the hole. She had it on on her chest. I thought she took it off. Yeah. She got in the hole. No, no, she she turned it. it on, put it on her chest, and then j- jumped down into the hole. Oh, I then I missed that part. Um, what do you think about Joel uh, hiding the machine gun? Hello. Uh, what are you? I don't remember that. <laughs> what are you he hit about? the machine gun. He put the machine gun away instead of keeping it. He said there was no ammo or very little ammo out there. Did you? Were you happy with that or no? I don't remember it. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't remember it at oh, all. Oh yeah, in the gas station, he's holding. I guess I don't know what kind of rifle it is because I'm not, you know, a genius with guns. But uh, as he gets some supplies out, he puts the gun away, and she, and she says to him, "Like, why are you doing that?" And he goes, eh, "There's not a lot of ammo out there anyway." I kind of feel like you're going to be fighting Fedra agents. You're, you're going to find ammo for machine guns. They all had them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like in, in any, any post-apocalyptic world, you always take the gun you can have easy access to ammo with. Well, that's so. That's the one thing I will say. Uh, uh, I'm waiting for the moment. I don't think it's gonna happen, but where Joel has his book bag on, his bow and arrow on, uh, uh, like a sledgehammer or some sort of axe hanging off one side, a shotgun or something hanging off the other side, his handgun in his back, in his back belt, and then other supplies somewhere hidden on his body, just as another visual cue to the game. Because I always laugh in the video game when when a protagonist has like. 900 pounds of like weapons on them yeah. and it, yeah. they can still crouch and move around and it's not a big deal vault over small uh, <laughs> yeah, uh they're yeah. Running and stuff. yeah another cool nod another cool nod to the game was uh ellie finding the pistol in the drawer at yes. bill's house yep. and then that was dope in bag real quick that's a yeah that was that was nice little detail they, I mean, there really um, is a lot of. Uh, I like I you know seeing the pit of the of the people the soldiers just killed because they basically didn't have yep. room in the quarantine zones. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- I feel like the show. Forget the games for a second. Just try to remove the games from your mind. The show is b- basically teaching everyone else how to build a world that feels like there's history in it, while also focusing on the characters and they're all making rational decisions. You know what I mean? Right now, yeah. nothing feels out of place. You know, and I hope that carries yeah, to the end, which I think it's going to. But the only mm-hmm. the only thing that I'm I'm seeing that may provide problems later on is that they made it a 20 year time jump. Because like we talked about it, that it's not that long in the game, right? Well, no, I, I'm pretty yeah, sure it is, it but it jumps up to 2013. Like at the time, I think yeah, it was a 20 it was like a 10 year it was a 10 year time jump, right? No, I, I was just playing it. It's 20 years. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that well, large of a jump, though. Keep making your point. I'm going to double check. Well, I, regardless, I, like the fact that Joel is 56, um, I, I think, and like that Bill was so old, and that's why they kind of killed him off. I think, 
um, because it doesn't make sense for the for him to be 97 in a post-apocalyptic world and stuff. Um, I think this mm. could start. The 20 years seems a bit much, and I think it could start making them run into some problems as far as like uh, realistically thinking about how this world works. I don't know. I mean, of course, why, I don't know why it would be so hard. Get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's a small thing, but it, it could definitely uh, present problems later on. You know what I mean? Because also the bill, the the bill thing to me, after especially watching, um, yeah, the first game has a twenty year time jump, and then the second does? game is five years later. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So the second game. The second game, Joel's like sixties. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Well, it's only five years yeah. later, so I guess if he's in his fifties in part one, maybe he's, he's in his 56. late forties. I mean, uh, early uh, mid fifties in part two. I don't know. He's fifty six right now in the you show, know? right? I mean, yeah. I think he was around the same. I I do think he was around the same age in the games, but it's well, obviously I mean, a video game, so you know, they could have made you know, have unlimited stamina, climb as much as he wants carry ladders yeah. and planks all over the place yeah. with yeah. 7,500 pounds of weapons and ammunition in his book bag and crouch yeah, down, is... murder 17 people in a 20-minute time span. <laughs> I mean, you know. When you do it in a show, I feel like they should have shortened that time gap a little bit. I don't bit. disagree. Um, I don't disagree. I think that's why they are they keep focusing on his knuckles being bruised still after he beat yeah. the shit out of that guy in the first episode. Yeah, I think they're trying to show that like, you know, you, know, you, you just can't do that kind of stuff all the time like you do in the game yeah. so yeah you know, it won't happen but, as much i mean it's the only thing i can see like a being a problem down the road for the show is, as yeah. far as like what, what they've set up so far as far as world yeah. i mean it's, yeah. it's a good point because think about later on when there's a moment where he's running from runner from uh yeah runners or clickers and then you know i know we're gonna get a bloater at some point so he's gonna have to contend with that i mean the toll on a regular person trying to fight off all that kind of shit you know, right it's I'm interested to see how they show, especially that. if you're almost sixty. Um, right. Yeah. Right. And, and and the fact that obviously they're not scared to deviate from the game. Why did they still go with right. that larger time jump? So yeah. they they should have shortened that up and uh, made Joel younger. Yeah, you put him in his forties yeah. and it's a little more believable. Yeah, I mean, just put him in his early forties and you're good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then it's yeah. a little bit more believable. Then when like these bigger moments happen, you don't feel like. Dude, the guy's almost in the sixties, and he's, yeah, you know, fighting order and this that, and the other thing. And also, like with this episode specifically, right? So it seems to me, after doing a little bit of research on it, because I couldn't remember a lot of stuff about Bill's relationship with Frank and stuff. Because I don't think they ever said outright that he was that they were together. No, he uh, calls him his partner. Yeah. yeah, but apparently that was always the. It was like deeply implied, but never outright said. Right. And um, after seeing like an interview with what was the guy's the creator's name, Neil Druckmann? Neil Druckmann, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, it seems to me that this episode was basically what he wanted to originally put in the game and wasn't allowed to. And now he's yeah. got the, the ability to do it in this show, which kind of leads to my original point of just like this felt very like shoehorned into a bottle oh. episode. This is, uh, I mean, remember the first game was made at a different time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, and I get that. I get, like, having that creativity to want to be able to put this in into the show and stuff. I just feel like killing them off uh, in the way that he did was a mistake going forward. But 
is what it is. I mean, like like we said, best acting episode yet. Yeah. So, absolute hey, master. Maybe uh, when uh, we're at the end of the season, uh, maybe I'll change my mind. Um, but uh, right now, I can't. I have no complaints. You know, it's. I, I think it's just so fresh in my mind too that I really just. There's no part of me that wants to complain about it. I feel like it's a. Uh, the fact that a video game adaptation is getting so much praise, not just for its the adaptation aspects, but for the acting, the writing, yeah. the cinematography. Yeah. Like you're talking, people are already talking about Emmy nominations and stuff. It's like there's no part of me that wants to say anything bad just because like it's just finally no, after I, I get that our entire that. life we finally yeah. are having real video game adaptations for and, a video game adaptation this is perfect oh, it's the best considering yeah. what we've ever gotten i mean think it, about how perfect. high the bar is now after this you know what i mean the yeah, next video game it. adaptation we get has to somehow match this and it's just gonna be yeah. tough to do. <laughs> no, I mean, look, speaking of which uh I, I i saw a headline it was like uh xbox boss wants halo to match the same uh creativity oh, and quality as uh the last of us i'm like yeah good luck yeah i mean and you know what it <laughs> good could. luck it could i feel like halo has the the foundation for it but it does you already does. started off on the wrong foot and in order to fix it you're gonna have to basically scrap what you did and start over are they gonna want to do that without all the money they spent on whatever they did already no i mean we are getting a season two so like you know hopefully there's a season ma- two is probably halfway season. already filmed yeah are so, we really getting a season two of that fucking show yeah they announced season oh, yeah, two before season one even aired for the they first did great aired. numbers so they have yeah. no reason to not do a season two yeah i mean it's 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 the resident evil effect i mean resident evil the movies have been garbage every single one of them not one of them has been a good adaptation a good movie yeah, but- maybe maybe you could say they were fun action movies but like people still went to see them so you just keep making yeah. them halo is the same way is, people saw it you know but the halo show like like fred you just said it did great great numbers but like by what metric just you know, by streaming probably revenue and streaming yeah. Yeah. yeah but i mean the, the streaming numbers are always like super inflated for no reason you know what i'm saying like i, I don't know if it did <clears throat> the number like streaming numbers are very very hard to like Gauge, that's right? that's true, but just keep in mind the executives that are putting the money behind to make these shows. You know, if they say that there's, right. there's enough there to make another season, then as far as we know, we got to take their word for it because they're not. Because well, usually, usually those metrics are 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 put into into it by like how many people sign up for right Paramount based on the Halo show, right? Yeah, but I would believe that a lot of people signed up for that. I would believe a lot of people signed up for it. I don't think a lot of people were watching Halo after the after the third episode. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's not. You know, that's, we'll find out. We'll point. find out when right. season two comes out, and if if people don't sign up to watch season two, then you know the first season was yeah. nobody watched. Because yeah. Paramount Paramount as an as a app actually has a lot of really good stuff on it. It's that, a solid, like, yeah, solid app. You know, you know they have Tulsa King and Mary Kingstown and all these other shows that are Yellowstone's now Which on I, there. So. By the way, I started Mayor of Kingstown. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Not what I not what I expected. I, I didn't know what to expect, but it it was it was awesome. And, and it's a it's a good show that uh me and the wife can watch together because uh yeah. it, it was it's that good. It gets wild. I love it. Season two That's, just started and I'm I'm full. I think I'm only like two episodes in and uh she's uh she's off tomorrow and the day after, so we're probably gonna knock some more episodes out. And I'll, and I'll tell you right now, like especially your wife in the in the profession, she's going to be very very intrigued by the end of this. End yeah. Of the- yep. 
I bet. I have that on my list. That'll be because we have we just finished my wife and I just finished watching White Lotus season one and two, which was very good. I don't really get all the hype of you know p- people talking about award seasons and all that stuff. Shots. I don't really understand that, but yeah, but uh the overall the show was good though. Both seasons were good and they got me they got us hooked. I mean, um I can't say they were bad shows at all. Um but we have a few shows, Kaleidoscope we have on the list. Well yeah, we, I'll, I'll throw that. Tulsa King on the on the list there. Apparently Kaleidoscope you can watch any episode as your starting episode it doesn't yeah. matter yeah, yeah i read that the white episode needs to be the final episode, yeah white every other one final yeah they did make a change uh, for anyone who's thinking about it on netflix instead of just calling the episodes by the color there's the color but then it also tells you how far away from the actual heist it's a heist show for anyone who doesn't know um the episode is so for example it might say the orange episode is three days before the heist the red one is one day before the heist maybe the blue one is five days before the heist and then yeah, I read that you can just you can literally just choose. Like when you go on Netflix, it'll change the order every time you sign in. And you can just watch it in whatever order. You know, yeah. not every time you sign in. The first time you sign in, it'll give you an order and then you watch it in that order. Um yeah. there are though on Google, there are recommendations for which order to watch it in. You know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna go on Netflix. We're gonna start from wherever it tells us to and watch the show. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of shows, new shows that we all want to watch, Segway. Sightax is the king of the segue. <laughs> if you want to call me that, we already. had a we had a big day, a big big day from uh, the DC world. From our man James Gunn and Peter Safran, they announced the DC DC Studios Chapter One: Gods and Monsters. It's basically the first part or first chapter of their first saga or whatever. You know, whatever term it's, they might use. It's the first half of the first chapter. The first half. He still of the has more. He still has more chapter one movies to. Uh, I have the image to, up um, here on the screen uh, that you guys should be able to see. Also, <laughs> they, ba- they basically gave us five movies, f- five shows. According to James Gunn, the goal is to release once these start two movies a year and two shows a year, and cap it at that. Um, but what's interesting, we talked about this a little bit in the chat earlier today in our little private chat. Um, Shazam is next. That movie still is part of the DC EU and it leads directly into the flash. James Gunn called the flash one of the best movies he's ever seen and said it was beautiful and whatever. But by the end uh-huh. of that, we'll have a full reset on the DC world on screen. That's going to just reset everything, which we basically called. I think, uh, Fred, you called it the moment they even said The Flash was getting a movie. So, like, yeah. you know, it's nothing new for us, right? That movie leads into Blue Beetle, which apparently was so standalone that it just easily slides right into James Gunn's world. Just goes to show you how all over the place DCEU was before. Yeah, but that makes sense, though. No, it makes perfect sense. But then that yes. leads into Aquaman. Which doesn't make sense. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> and they're not being clear whether that yeah. Aquaman continues, Jason Momoa, whatever, you know. So take those four movies and kind of put them you in. Know what else bubble. isn't clear? Sorry yeah. to cut in. You know what else isn't clear? He uh, that he's still in contact with Gal, and um, yes. when we get to, gonna... you're gonna get to no, that. Go ahead, go ahead. You feel, go ahead. You say it. We get to um, Paradise Lost, which is a live action Wonder Woman uh, show about Paradise Island. Um, that is all happening before the existing Wonder Woman movies with right. Gal Gadot. So even though still, the existing movies are erased, right? So be erased, she's still so. canon, and that 
lore is still canon to the new DC. I don't know, man. Don't it's know, still man. a goddamn mess. I didn't learn anything from this so, announcement. <laughs> Zuplex, you're the comic book guy, right? So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I want to go to you for some descriptions on a lot of these things. But before I do, I just want to say, I think I told you guys this earlier today too. It's like I want to be super excited, right? We got. Yeah. We finally have a plan. It's an eight to ten year plan. They talked about signing actors up for eight to ten years to make sure that they stay with the movies and their characters. Um, he very specifically said that any animated <clears throat> things they do, the actors they and hire gaming. And, and gaming, the actors they hire to play the characters in those mediums are going to be showing up in live action. And some of the live action characters will our actors will voice their characters in animated in a video game world. Yeah, you know, they were that. very specific about the like things like the Todd Phillips Joker, Matt Reeves Batman. They're going to be in the Elseworlds category, so they're in a different universe than what the main universe is. All Can we that talk sounds about good. that. Well, we will in a second. Hold on. Okay. All that sound. I'm kind of like laying down the foundation here. Got All you. that sounds good, right? But my thing is, they literally said, "Oh, we're going to announce it." before january is over then the last day of january comes and they go 12 o'clock we're gonna announce it 1205 the announcement's over like there was no like excitement no fanfare yeah. no like, no fanfare, yeah. like we i had a struggle to find this image and thankfully scythe you found it for me because i couldn't find a good image to you <laughs> if marvel yeah. tells me ant-man's coming and then captain america's coming i have logos i have pictures of characters i have concept yep. art all kinds of stuff so like you pretty much just, have casting decisions <laughs> like yeah like it's just everything there's still a little bit of like a uh kind of like all right last minute let's get something together so we can say it you know it still yeah. feels a little disjointed as cool know? as this announcement uh was that we that we got um i would not have been upset if you just held on to it a little longer to lock right. in maybe some actors or actresses right. and uh give be able to give a legit presentation where uh right. we just got 100%. like a nah, four see, I, minute I, I youtube video just to put it in perspective and then, and then zuplex just... hold on wait wait before to put it in perspective and then zuplex i'm going to come to you with some uh, questions superman legacy is the first superman movie that james gunn is doing and he he basically told us that it's not gonna be an origin story and we have a release date for it july 11th 2025 so we still have two years to wait before we yeah. get anything that's officially James Gunn DCU. Everything else before that that we get in the DC world is still a part of a universe that is no longer going to matter. So there's half still, of it no, no, no longer matters. The other it, half yeah. apparently does. So like there's still like this disconnection, I feel like, you know. But so Zuplex, yeah. go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, number one, I don't think they had to have actors in place or directors in place for any of this stuff to do the announcement. I do agree that they should have done it with a little bit more fanfare because, like, look, we get an announcement from Marvel every year where Feige goes up there and goes, "This is our slate for the next movies." Doesn't give us any actors, right. doesn't give us any directors. He's just like, "No, he'll, he'll give actors." He'll, not, he'll not mention, always, not always, not always, but not we didn't get the, any information the, about who, the more recent. The more like, the more yeah. recent movies that are going to come out, like, uh, for example, Civil War, right? That's the first movie on the slate. They'll um he'll announce the actors in those in that movie but they he won't announce anybody that's like way down the line but, yeah, but uh he's right, down the line, they're two years not away. really not not when you're talking about the first half of your slate i mean two years ha away, half, half of your half of the old dceu is getting wiped out this year and then when has you have the second half. actors for somebody that was two years well, let away me 
Let me let me put it to put it in a different I mean, kind of knew perspective. Brie Larson was going to be Miss Captain Marvel. Marvel for a long time. Maybe even yeah. Chadwick Boseman we knew for a while. Captain but before, Marvel, yeah. But before, like to, to put it in, in a little bit of a different light, I guess is think back to when Zack Snyder announced his universe. He came out with Man of Steel. Everyone loved that movie pretty universally. Everyone was kind of like, "This yeah. is you know a much better Superman than we've ever seen." WB is like, "All right, Zack, you're going to be the the DC guy." When they announced what was coming, we knew Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. We knew who was going to play Alfred. We knew um, that part of the storyline was that Robin was killed. We didn't know who killed him, but we knew he was killed. We knew Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman. Like he announced, yeah. And so my point is, all the excitement we had when he said when he showed Batman for Superman on screen, our minds were blown. We were like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing." Yeah. And then he showed who was going to play those characters, and we were just like, yeah. "Oh, that's it." I'm. Well, sorry. we had already had Henry Cavill as Superman, so you knew he was going to be in the movie. Well, like, yeah, but I'm saying Ben Affleck. Batman yeah. versus like, Superman. You know, Batman versus Superman was already being filmed, so like those he weren't. Knew, we knew Jason Momoa was going to be Aquaman at that time. Like it's not like, yeah. like they built up this big announcement. And, and but those, but those point. movies were like six months away from starting filming. They weren't years down the line. No, but so I think, the, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's Fred. That's but I think the point, point you try to make is hold on to the announcements until Jan- June this year. Right. Yeah, but at that point, look, say this normally I would agree with that yep. sentiment, but we need we needed a roadmap at some point, and I'm okay with them giving us the roadmap right now. Just like all right, these are the movies that I'm and and, and TV shows that I'm, I'm planning. So let's move from here now. Like now, this is the stepping off point. So now we'll get, we'll be getting more information as we get closer to these things. Now, I guess uh, if I'm being honest, we. Uh... Like we said earlier today in the chat, I feel like the last few months they should have been giving us little like hints and little moments and just silhouettes and like really building up the hype for this announcement. And maybe we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah, about the I agree. Like if, if this was if this was an announcement at like Comic Con or or some sort of other like uh, like a DC Fan Expo or something along those lines. I just got to point um, this out. Butter says we go from phases to chapters. Zuplex must be going nuts. <laughs> it's just, it's just more bullshit. That's all it is. Chapter yeah. one of the DC Studios. Here we go. I, is, I thought I thought you would actually appreciated. No, I thought you would actually appreciate it being called a chapter rather than a oh, phase. Might as well call it volume one. That so would make more sense. Let's get into a breakdown of some of these things. So we so right. very very briefly, uh, Superman Legacy. It's our first Superman movie. It's been confirmed that we're not going to get another origin story. This Superman has been around for a few years, and he's just trying to balance his alien side with his human side. Comes out July 11, 2025. Zuplex. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, if Brainiac's not the villain of this goddamn movie, then I, I don't want to see it. Like, <laughs> so, my, so my question, my follow-up question to that is, if you want Brainiac to be the villain of this movie, who do you think is the, should be the villain of the overall I mean, I'm going to call it a saga for now until they give us a new term. It is called a saga. James Gunn called it that. He did call it that? All right. So who, mm-hmm. who's the overall villain for the saga? Because he did mention, he alluded to all these movies are going to be a part of an overall story. Yeah, so I mean, look, listen. He got the, the big, big if we're going to do that, it's got to be, it's got to be dark side, right? Right, finally. Like, a real, side, right? like a, real, a real dark side, not whatever. So know? wouldn't Brainiac, though, uh, be can basically as big of a threat as Dark. I thought so. Yeah. Like, like um, are you I diminishing mean, him by making him the bad guy for just one movie? No. I mean, like, listen, for years, Brainiac was just a Superman villain. He wasn't like an overall DC villain who, yeah, who attacked the whole universe. He was a Superman villain. You know. Scythe, what um, do you think about a, a, a Superman movie where we don't see the origin of Superman? 
I'm glad we don't see the origin. I don't I don't need to see the origin. Uh, I'm just not hyped for this movie because we already had a Superman. And if you're telling me that the DCEU actors are still somewhat canon, yeah, then why did we get rid of Henry Cavill? It just right. doesn't, still doesn't make sense to me. And uh, I don't want another Superman. <laughs> universally so, loved. I just want to understand. I universally loved also, Superman and they won't bring him back. I just don't, I, it, you know, I don't, and don't tell me he's too old. Sense. The guy looks but like he's 16 he, still. No. But do we know that though? Well, yeah. Do we know what? Yeah, all we know, all we know is that, Yeah, he says that now until they back up the Brinks truck to him. Let's let's go. Well, over I think he things. wants to do it. I think he will Here, do it. Here's my he's thing. He's, not, he's being told Henry Cavill. All we know is the Superman project that Cavill was working on got scrapped. But James and that he Gunn wasn't flat out said, No, but James Gunn flat out said Henry Cavill wasn't fired as Superman. He was he just never wasn't hired. hired as Superman. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that, it means, it means that means he could be someone yeah. else, but it doesn't mean it's not. It means it's not going to be James Gunn. Also, this Superman is in this movie. What'd James Gunn said that this is going to be a younger Superman. It's going to be a different story, and Henry Cavill is not involved. He's flat yeah. out said that. I, I didn't see that. I don't know yeah, where he, he said that around the. He he said that around the Black Adam release when he was. Um, when it was known that he was in the cameo. So what about? Know. Let's go through. I guess we'll go through the uh, the movies first. Um, I'm sorry. We'll, I guess we'll go through all just in order. We'll go right down one list. We have a Waller P- show coming out, which is I guess a sequel I mean, to the Peacemaker show. Uh, I don't yeah. really know that I need a whole show centered around Amanda Waller, but uh, it's just my opinion. Scythe, what do you think mm-hmm. about that? I think it could be a cool show. Um, she's. Uh, I have like a love hate for her because uh, she's very annoying, but she's also uh, Viola is also a great actress yes, and plays the character role, well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this show will work. I think it's going to going to be uh, exciting and, and, and interesting. But uh, at the same time, it's like every time something with a DC logo pops up, it's like Amanda Waller's in the corner, like, oh, I'm here, guys. You know, I'm in control of everything. It's like uh, enough of Waller. Like, let's other characters, you know, have their moment and uh, not have to rely on the Waller effect, I guess. But Zuplex, I'm curious what uh, the show's about to be. How well do you know the comics? Are there are there Waller? I don't know even if there are Waller-specific comic books. Where she's the main. No, um, it's mostly it's mostly Suicide Squad because she's the, you know, the main like she does pop up in like every other comic in some way. She, like, she's the leader of a black site. Always, right. she's always the leader of a black site. Right. There's always, yeah. there's always anything, heroes, right? If there's or anything government involved, it's always Waller that's involved. What happened? She's the leader of Argus, isn't it? Like the. Yeah, at one point she's a leader of Argus. She's a leader of Task Force X. She's, the, you know, in in uh, the New Fifty Two. I don't think she's the leader of Argus. But they shift her over to, to Task Force X. But um, I'm just trying to keep you on your toes, Fred. Yeah, I'm I, trying know, to relax it, here. Like a a Waller show could be good. I, I mean, if it's in the vein of like Peacemaker and stuff like that, where it's just like a, a secret I think Task that's Force. What- yeah, I think that's what he said. It's gonna. Um, yeah, it's a sequel. It's a follow up to Peacemaker, basically. It, it, so. Yeah, it, it's gonna be yeah. very much in line with Peacemaker and have Peacemaker um, 
actors in it. What I'm kind of curious to know, though, so like before we keep going, Superman Legacy, apparently James Gunn might direct that one. Um, and he's got he clearly has a hand in writing a lot of this stuff. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, he said he's he flat out wrote this Superman. I just feel yeah, like he's in the process of writing. I feel like, mm-hmm. like, you know, the big thing with Kevin Feige, although there's two guys here instead of just one, is that Feige doesn't have to worry about writing it or, excuse me, or directing it or like that. He just comes up with, I guess, like a general outline and then he hires the right people to kind of make it come to life. I hope James well, Gunn isn't like burning himself out trying to do yeah, too much, you know? I, I don't think he is. And th- this is kind of what we expected of James Gunn when he got the role. He yeah, was coming into it as like the creative mind. He wasn't just, you know, the producer on the back end. He was coming into it as I can write these characters. No problem. I care about these characters. You want me leading these characters. And that's, that's pretty much what he's doing. So I'm not shocked by it. Yeah. Yeah. I expect so, in a Waller show, he's going to probably bring in a bunch of like, weird out there suicide squad-esque characters to right. kind of surround her in this in this show so i mean it could be cool i don't know if necessarily you know waller show but i like i do like viola these i think she's amazing right so. and she's great in that role so yeah um, she's then, just going down the list, uh, site you mentioned this before, Paradise Lost. For anyone who doesn't know, Paradise Lost is basically a, a Themyscira uh, show. It's, it's, he described it as kind of a Game of Thrones esque yeah. Themyscira show. So it's the same island that Wonder Woman comes from, and uh, you know, I guess we're gonna see how women, maybe the people who the queen who raised Wonder Woman gets in power. I don't really know exactly what they're showing us. But, um, yeah, apparently this is all before the, the 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 movies, so um, it, it's strictly on the island, and uh, we get to see her being raised and whatever. I don't know, training. Who knows? Butter's, More than likely, uh, ancient thermoscope. Um, Butter says he'd rather see a Waller show than a movie, which I agree with. I don't think yeah. anyone wants to yeah, see a movie of hers. Um, um, I don't know. The, the Themyscira show doesn't excite me that much. I, you know, the idea that he's saying it's kind of going to be like a Game of Thrones style show in Themyscira, I feel like is just reaching what, for some sort of attention. I'm not that excited about assuming, it. You know what I mean? I don't like Wonder Woman that much. But what I'm assuming the show it is going to be it is going to be made by HBO though, so it could be more than likely. The show is about the um. The uh, the the thermos. It's gonna be about thermos care, but it's gonna be about the uh, what's Wonder Woman's people called? Oh, the Amazonians. Am- Amazonians. The Amazonians. Uh, to be the Am- Amazonians, probably kicking men off the island. What's up, Fly Life? More like yeah. you know, uh, the women being enslaved, rising up, taking over, taking out the men, taking control of the island. Um, all that type of stuff. Probably a lot of Zeus, a lot of Hades, a lot of uh, Ares. Probably. See, that's the part that gets me excited though, because I love Greek mythology. Yeah, so that's, uh, like all, yeah. all that stuff is, is probably going to be in the show. I think it's a good idea for a show if it's executed properly, but it could also wind up being really stupid. Well, as like, we go through need, this, this list, you don't like, need you Wonder say. Woman for that show, right? Like it could be just Agreed. based on yeah. like the original um, Thermoscara and everything like that. As we go through this list, I do got to say though, uh, everything that they've announced it feels very James Gunn. Oh, one hundred percent. Besides Batman and Superman, none of the characters are like mainstream, like no. hugely popular characters. Well, arguably hugely popular characters. It's definitely obscure characters that he's like, no, nah, this is right up my alley. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah. Yeah. But so after Paradise Lost, I see uh, there's so we got listed here Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which is a movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's her origin story. And the way he described it is we're going to see kind of a jaded and kind of meaner Supergirl, not the cheery, yeah. like, I like know, that. Happy go lucky. So, I from what that. I understand, it's based on Tom King's run. Yep. Um, yep. Tom King's which, Supergirl is, run. which is very recent, right? Very recent and also very, very good. Probably one of the best runs of Supergirl ever. Um, it follows her basically living on a piece of like she's basically living on a piece of Krypton. Yeah, that that was just after the decimation or whatever, and she lives most of her life there until she travels to Earth. And I gotta be honest. Yeah. So the way I picture it, when uh, because James Gunn mentioned that she basically instead of being sent somewhere like Clark was, she just lives on a piece of Krypton that separated itself. I picture her laying on a piece of wood similar to what Rose laid on at the end of the Titanic. <laughs> just floating in space just and just, floating just watching space as everyone on her planet rock. gets killed. You know? Yeah. But uh it's it's definitely an interesting concept to 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 have a character like that. I didn't read the, those comics that you just mentioned. So, I didn't read that um, either. Nasty. Very good. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, you know Again, it's a good, interesting twist on the character. It's something that I feel like we haven't seen really before. So, you know, that's a, a plus for me. I'm excited about that. Um, Absolutely. Next on the list, and this is like, I remember growing up watching, the, I watched these movies as a kid, Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. It's a horror this film. Was the most exciting, this was the most exciting thing that he brought me. I mean, this, this is thing. James Gunn doing <laughs> a horror film based off of Swamp Thing. Uh, it's like... I was very. They announced really no information. They said it's his origin. It's a dark origin so, for him. Like, what I like about this whole awesome. list in general is that, like, half of this list is shit that they announced 10, 15 years ago that they never did. Right. And now they're, like, they're almost game. like finally making good on the promises. Yeah. And, like, he, he thought that they were good enough ideas that he should be doing them. And Swamp right. Thing's definitely one of them. Swamp Thing 100% could be an amazing horror movie if it's done right and i think james gunn is the right guy to do it i'm super fucking amped for this if there was like uh, this is what i wanted this is what i wanted james gunn to do like yeah superman legacy whatever this that waller show fine give me swamp thing movie give me a swamp thing horror movie i'm 100 percent in for this let's go speaking speaking of things we want james gunn to do i'm gonna basically on the right hand side here i'm gonna start from the bottom and go up because these are also speaking of things that are you know very James Gunn, Creature yep. Commandos, an animated series featuring the f- Weasel is going to be in it. That was from uh, his version of Suicide Squad. Like this is it's just nuts. I never heard of any of these characters. I never heard of the Creature Commandos, and I'm but immediately he's like I already wrote seven episodes. To me, that's like yeah. how excited he was. He just I think that's wrote all the episodes. I think it's only yes, seven season, episodes. Season one is seven episodes, and you know they didn't obviously say if there's going to. I read somewhere episodes. today that it's going to go in and out of live action. Yeah, I, I well, read that too, I, and I know the, I don't think, the voice actors are going to play the characters in real life. Yeah, I don't think this show is going to go in and out of live action. I I think it's strictly um animated, but these characters and the people that play them are going to be live action in yes. other projects. You're going to see them kind of bouncing around. An interesting uh, fact about the show is that the Bride of Frankenstein is in it, and she's the main character. Well, Frankenstein. This is uh, he's in it also, but the Bride is the main character. Yeah. Which is this exciting. is in the 40s, right? This is supposed to be in the 40s, World War II. Uh, I so, yeah, yeah. 
Rick Flagg Sr. is in it. So Rick Flagg from Suicide Squad, his yeah. dad, is in this one. Um, and we're also getting Robot Man, right? Yep, yep. Uh, it's just it's just a group of characters I've never heard of before. I didn't know existed in the comic books. This is this screams Guardians of the Galaxy to me. So like, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then another movie that I'm very excited for after just kind of learning about this character is the Booster Gold. I'm sorry, yes. show, not a movie. Um, yeah. Which, from what I understand, is a a guy from the future that is a loser. So he yep. comes back in time with future tech to basically become a hero and make people like him. Like that's yeah, a, yeah. again, he tells everybody he's basically he's like James the world's Gunn. greatest hero from like twenty sixty five or something like that. Like he's he's like it's the Superman crazy. of the future. That yeah. I mean, that's a story we have not seen before, oh, yeah. not heard of before. So original. Booster Gold is what Legends of Tomorrow should have become. Yeah, I guess I could see right? that. I mean, I I, I could picture. A character like that in the Legends of Tomorrow show. They they, they yeah. eventually brought him into Legends of Tomorrow in the last season, and they canceled the show after his yeah. debut episode. Uh, see, I didn't I didn't watch a uh, I didn't watch in the yeah. last season. No, no I stopped um, watching the first season. But <laughs> now we're getting to to a movie that I'm very excited for. And you Booster guys, Gold, by the way, oh, real ahead, quick sorry. before we move on, um, heavily suggests that Chris Pratt's going to be Booster Gold. Really, that would make a lot of sense. I f- yep. Just based off of the he, image that you see on the screen here, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I see yeah. it. Like, Chris Pratt would be a 100% amazing booster gold because he's basically Star Lord that that time travels. Yeah. Wow. All right, there you go. He's gonna stick with James Gunn then. That's good. It's a uh, clearly yeah. it was a match that worked before, so that's awesome. Um, but now we gotta get to the movie that I'm excited. And, I, and you guys can probably guess why I'm pumped for this movie. Uh, <laughs> I already know. Bold. I knew it. The Brave and the Bold. It's the official introduction of a, of the Batman of the DCU because Robert Pattinson's Batman is not going to be he's going to be the Batman. He's, he's an, an Elseworlds Elseworld. Batman. And yep. as far it sounds to me like they're going to do a trilogy. Matt, they're going to let Matt Reeves do his story, whatever he wanted to tell. And then I don't know if they're going to end it or what they're going to do at that point. They'll probably announce shit. But this is about a Batman who finds out he has a son who yep. was trained to be an assassin. He takes his son on as his new Robin, Damian Wayne, and is now trying to basically reel him in so he doesn't murder people, but also like beats the shit out of people and puts him in the hospital. I, I and then they've confirmed they're gonna expand the Bat family. Yeah, which is yeah. like I mean, oh, I've been I, I've been wanting this for so long. I, I I loved this announcement. Um, mainly because we're finally getting Robin back into uh, right. live action. Right. Um, and because they're going with Damian. That means Nightwing is already out um, there. Yeah, you know they talked about uh, it. You so, know that's a plan. Yeah. So we're gonna get Nightwing at some point. Uh, maybe we get Red Hood if he's uh, around. Um, I, I wish they started with maybe Drake, and they kind yeah. of built up to the Damien story. But um, I'm okay with starting here, and uh, I'm glad it's not another origin story. James Gunn is just. Nope, we're already in the Bat family. Let's go. Yeah, hit the ground running. This is basically, if I if I'm understanding this correctly, it's picking up from um, I don't remember who wrote it, but the Batman and Robin uh, uh, series that was in like about five ten years ago, uh, where it was basically Bruce and Damien, and yep. I think it's, it's borrowing really really heavy from that. Um, it I is. love so basically retelling I, that story. Yeah, so I love that they're choosing that story to bring to the to the big screen. And you're right, like 
realistically, Nightwing should already be in this universe. Red Robin should already be in this universe, and Red Hood should already be in this universe. So they, they so far, have yeah. confirmed that Batgirl would be in this movie along with Robin. But they, he's I mean, very specifically said sense. they're going to expand the Bat family. So yeah, Drake should be in this movie also. Like, uh, yeah, I, I could see you keeping Nightwing out because he could be in uh, Bloodhaven doing Nightwing shit, and then uh, right. Red Hood could be with the Outsiders. Possibly, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just about time. You know what I mean? I feel like it's yeah. about time that they uh, expand past Batman, which I, you know, we've been talking about that since the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman movie came out. Um, yeah. But it's, I'm excited. I'm very amped for this. I, I think it's still like weird that they're gonna have two Batmans at some point. I but, hate it, man. I hate but, it. You know what though? The, the fact that he directly addressed it and they have a plan of making having the Elseworlds movies and the regular DCU like at least they're they're going to try and make it easy to understand what fits where um but i'm i'm excited for this for sure and just speaking of batgirl i read uh, after all the announcements that uh peter safran was flat out asked why they they didn't release the batgirl movie that was basically finished and he just said he goes essentially it was so bad that it would have it would have hurt batgirl as a character and ruined their plans for whatever they're going to do for this it's amazing and I'm it's like, amazing yeah, I, I, I just how bad was that movie like i want to see it. i, I want to see it to I see, see it how so bad, bad it was i'm telling them yeah. right now they need to make 90 million dollars back whatever it was i forget how much they said they spent on it like i will 100 guarantee i'd go to the theater if they released it just because I, I need to experience that movie i need to see it you know what i mean Bro, I if they the release it on hbo max and said it costs two dollars and you had two million people watch this movie on hbo max for a two dollar <laughs> price fee no, but it's like, <laughs> like it's almost infamous right how bad like the the fact that they keep talking about how horrible this movie was a hundred percent if you release it on hbo max you would break the internet with the amount of people yeah. that watch the movie on the, on yeah. the weekend, especially because it. like the internet is so freaking weird that it has yeah. like a, a large backing to the movie now, and it's yes. more is taking on like the Snyder cut role where it's like, oh, release right. this Batgirl, and now like it's a major thing. So it would one hundred percent do numbers, right? Um, We've never heard of a movie that bad where they were just like, nope. Right. Nah, yeah. it's what one that was already filmed post production, like yeah. ready to be released, yeah. and they were like, "No, That's the same." Say, right? It was it was ninety percent done. They they screened it for I guess a, a bunch of people. Peter Safran was one of them, and he said that it was so like he didn't use these words, but it was so bad it would have ruined our future plans. Yeah, like I mean, so what I'm right. thinking is that people wouldn't have wanted Batgirl ever again. I have two thoughts. thoughts. Remember we were talking about it that I and I said that like it's got to be so bad that the only way that they thought they were gonna lose money on it like was that it was gonna corrupt the rest of the movies that they were putting yeah. out. Yeah, and that's how bad it really was. I have two thoughts. One, how shitty do you have to feel as the actress who's back? <laughs> Like, you know what's funny? So it's funny you say this that. This movie was so bad. This version of Batgirl was so bad. That not just not just they, her though. They wasted ninety million dollars. It's not just her because Peter Safran, his his exact words were something around like, "There's a lot of great talent in front of the camera and behind the camera," and then he goes on to say, "But the movie just wouldn't have performed, and it wasn't made for theaters, and it would have ruined our plans." So they made the right decision. He was he like, was tiptoeing around saying it was garbage. I can't. It, I can't. It, I really yeah. want to know how bad it was. He was like, tiptoeing I mean, around saying who, who was the 
Who is the director for this movie? Because he must feel like a piece of shit. Also, I'll look it up I can't. I can't remember. Hold on, that girl movie director. It was wasn't it two of them. It was uh, Ideal L. Arby and Bilal Falah. I fucking destroyed those names, so I apologize. Yeah. But I don't uh, even know what you are, said. Yeah. But like you know, again, I think we've said this before. We're talking about a world where Ben Affleck's Daredevil came out. Where uh, what's his Johnny Blaze? What's his name? Uh, Nick Nick Cage's Ghost Rider came out. Where yeah, but those were those were at times where look, those movies weren't that bad back then. Like yeah, looking I guess, back, how I we guess, look at no, it, you're right. Look, compared to what we've got, we're talking like, oh, about the WB best. that watched Halle Berry's Catwoman and oh, said, yeah. "Oh yeah, release that to, to theaters. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. our next they big thing." Twice, that's the problem. Like Electra, they did make the mistake twice. Electra came out. <laughs> Well, that yeah. wasn't WB, yeah. but still, that, like, that was not WB. That wasn't WB, <laughs> but still, like, like these movies, as bad as they were, you know, I just, oh god, I really, if there's a, if there's a petition out there to release the Batgirl version movie, I will 100% sign it. I want to see it. I want to see uh, it. <laughs> let's see. Going so moving past that, there's another James Gunn, clearly a James Gunn idea thrown in the mix here, The Authority, yep. which uh, Zuplex, I'm going to turn to you on this one because I have no idea yeah, what I The get- Authority is. Listen, I, I understand that James Gunn is the king of making teams of characters that no one's ever heard of relevant and a lot of fun and popularized. This is a mistake in my book. Really? Um, yeah. That's uh, interesting. That's pretty bold, actually. Now now I need to know. I need to know why. The, the reason being, because the authority was based off of like the Wildcats run back in the 90s. Um, it was basically... It's basically the boys, but without all the crazy shit, right? The team okay. itself is basically in a um, uh, a doppelganger for the Justice League. Like you have a character that's like Superman, you have a character that's like Batman, you have characters that's like uh, like Hawk Hawkman. You have like you have all these characters that are basically mirroring the Justice League. But you're also giving us a Superman movie, a Batman movie. So for you to give us the authority, which is so closely resembling the Justice League in certain aspects, I think it's going to be a mistake against your other. Like it's like it's like giving us. It's like DC giving us a Batman movie and then giving us like a Black Noir movie. Like, are okay. you really going to care about the Black Noir movie when you have a bat? Or giving us, like, a Homelander movie and then giving us, like, Superman. A Superman. You I mean, know what I mean? Interesting, that's an interesting take on it. I kind of felt like, uh, you know, I, to me, just looking at this image here, you got the Lanterns and the Authority is, and maybe, maybe uh, I don't know about the Creature Commando. So I would say the Lantern and the Authority are, like, your space side of things. Same way Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy was, like, the space side. You have your yeah, but the authority is not your booster gold. It's not Earth. Oh, is it? Oh, then. Yeah. Well, there goes that. So then I don't know. If, I guess if everything's on, on space. I would. I would agree. If it was in space, I'd agree with you. But he said it's going to be terrestrial, so it's going to be on Earth. Yeah, he did yeah. say that. So all right, so that might be the the first L on the announcement. I'm surprised by that because uh, I, I I watched a couple um, couple channels do go you know go over the announcement. And everyone was super hyped for the authority. Um, I don't really know much about them, so I, I don't. I didn't share their their excitement, right? But 
Um, I was kind of curious what, you know, Zuplex's thoughts were on that, if he was going to be as hyped, and I'm pretty yeah. uh, surprised by that answer. I mean, my thing was, like, the Wildstorm, Wildstorm comics um, didn't really ever, like, there was a time in the 90s where comics became more about artwork and less about story. Right. And Wildstorm that was that company. It was it was helmed by Jim Lee and and um, Jay Scott Campbell and all these like amazing amazing artists like some of the artwork in all the, in the, all the Wildstorm comics is probably the best artwork in in comics in general right but the stories were such trash they were so bad I don't see how you can make this good okay. like I I really want to get behind it but the authority being such a fucking ripoff of the justice league and then you're giving us justice league characters like if you weren't doing a superman movie and you weren't doing a batman movie i'd say all right maybe you can get away with it but i don't see how he does all three at the same time so then moving on then mm -hmm. from that because clearly that's a there might be a dumpster fire the the last thing that I mean, i'm pretty excited for i don't know well, i got trust in james gunn here you know what i'm saying we should have said this in the beginning i mean everything announced here we have our opinions to start but we have, you know, we're all going into it with an open mind because yeah, it's 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 basically no, he it's his uh, DC world to fix. You know what I mean? Like we can't, you know, it's not the DCU anymore, DCEU anymore. It's DCU. Yeah. So, um, but the Lanterns was a, the, a live action series. I'm torn on this. I'm a big I'm fan. I'm super of excited. I'm super I'm excited, excited for this. I just very feel like excited. are they gonna have a budget big enough to do it justice? Yeah. Visually, the Lanterns seems need like it to look right. And I don't yeah, know that they're going to do that right. From what I understand, this is so. This was pitched. This was one of the things I was talking about earlier. This has been in works at DC for like 15 years. Well, but now Greg. This Berlanti, was being worked on by Greg Berlanti, and yeah, that's they not his show. That's no, a different show. They, he, he still no, has that yeah, treatment. To it. Gunn and Peter told Berlanti, "We're not doing your Lantern show. We're doing ours." And that's pretty yeah, much okay, how that so went. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, this that's, is that's kind of a good a good uh, a good this, omen because he probably approved the Batgirl movie. <laughs> this yeah. was a Lantern show. It was supposed to be originally. I think it was supposed to be a movie. It was supposed to be a buddy cop movie between John Stewart and Hal Jordan. Hold being on. like you got the cops in your neighborhood. Yeah, sorry, my town's on fire again. Um, if, you yeah. if you can't tell, uh, Zuplex lives next to a police car. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this was supposed to be like a buddy cop space, yeah, with Hal Jordan and and John Stewart. It's, like it's still still what what he said was True Detective, which is amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine now it's that? still going to be like in the vein of True Detective, which is absolutely amazing. My, yeah. I I think my biggest concern is the visuals. You know, we already had a, a big budget movie with Ryan Reynolds, and they couldn't do the visual visuals right. Um, again, James Gunn knows what he's doing as far as uh, making everything look right, and so. You know, we'll give them the benefit so of the doubt. Go to though, man. That was yeah, so long and also, ago. and also, like I feel like the visuals are going to be secondary to the storytelling, which is what it should be. I mean, so like I'm from what I understand, they're putting the people that did the Watchmen show on this. Also, they're the ones who wrote it. I think the Authority also is the ones who are are basically writing. Yeah, uh, the people who did the Watchmen are writing the shows, um, for those two. So that's a good thing. That's a good sign because the Watchmen show was great. It's, I just—it's one of the finally, projects though, we're getting a new um, Green Lantern thing. I mean, it's, it's one of the projects that I'm most excited for from this whole slate. I like the idea that instead of giving us just Hal Jordan or John Stewart, it's both. 
Yeah, and they're working that's together. Cool. Like that's that's a great way to start again to differentiate from what we got in the past. And, and you're not well. getting you're not getting a lantern origin or at least Hal Jordan's origin. You're right. They're they're, they're around. Here. They're doing their thing. This is obviously going to take place. I guess it's in space, right? It's because it's the lantern, so it could be anywhere. Well, it's going to be on but... Earth also because he, he he called Earth their precinct. Like so, okay. they're, yeah. they're they're going to be. So it'll be all over the place. Probably a couple yeah. different planets, maybe. Yep. Um, all and right, there's so, going to be other um, lanterns in the show. It's not just going to be the two of them. See, that's yeah. That's those are all good things. That's exactly what we need. Build do you out think? This universe. Do you think uh, they give David Ramsey a shot at being John Stewart, or are they just going to go a different direction? I I, I, I want. I, dude, I feel bad for him because he was promised so much, and he's such a good actor. He I is. really wanted him to be John Stewart, and. Uh, at the, the very least, they could do is they should give him a cameo or a role, not even just a cameo, like an actual role in the show. Nah, get rid of all that Berlanti crap. I'm, I'm over it. No, but he nah. forget Berlanti. The the John Diggle, uh, uh, yeah. David Ramsey, I think is his David Ramsey. Yeah, like that actor. He is a, it's an example of a an actor who wants to play a character so badly that you know if he did, he would do it justice. Yeah. So like, it's like give him a shot, you know. There's other guys but, out there that can story. I'm, okay I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you, don't, well, you don't have to look for him when you have it right there. Right. I don't think he'd be good at it. To be honest with you, I don't think really? he's that good of an actor. Uh, I really don't. I, I really I don't. Like, I, I mean, like, you listen, watch out, he'll fuck you up. I'm sure he would, but at the end of the day, like, you know, the Dickel character was kind of like whatever to me. Like, I, I didn't. Every time he came on screen, I wasn't like, oh man, he was amazing. Like. Never really did it for I, me at all. I loved him. I, I, I he was him. like the perfect sidekick to yeah. Green Arrow, man. man. That was that was awesome. I just hate that they built up all these years to build up him being a lantern. Then at the very end, he gets his yeah. little green box with the green glow, and then nothing. It's just a noise. And, and they, now, they're still teasing it to this day. Like he'll he'll yeah. pop in on a, a random Flash episode talking about yeah, the box. Well, that's and all. He's like, all those rejecting. CW shows got trashed. Well, I'm glad yeah. they're over because they, the they final season course. starts in like two weeks of the Flash. Are they actually airing the final season? I thought they were just gonna yeah. kill it. No, no they're airing. Yeah. And, uh, what's yeah, his name's coming back it. as Green Arrow? Uh, Steve yep. Stephen Amell is oh. making an appearance. One more appearance as the Green Arrow. He's uh, behind the scenes right now putting up videos. Let me guess. Instagram. Barry fucks with the yep. timeline again. Uh, yes, probably. I, I, I don't know how you figure that out. How did I, I figure, figure that, that out? out? That's amazing. Like it's the like, Flash, man. What else is he gonna do? You're like a genius because uh, nobody would have guessed that Barry would go. We can't mess with I would. Lo- I'll be right back. I gotta fix something. Like I would love it if, like, if. if <laughs> when's the Flash movie out? Is it this year or is it next year. year? Yeah, we got Shazam uh, and then Flashes. Hold on, I'll look up. I wish the, the Flash days. was first, man, because it, it would have been so great if, like the Berlanti flash ends when the movie kind of starts and it like overlaps the flashpoint and it just trickles down from there of like craziness. Speaking of the flash though, you know what annoys me? I just want to bring it. But why didn't we get a trailer release? Two things about the flash in in going with the James Gunn and all the announcements today. Why didn't we get a new trailer release for anything? I know we have Shazam like last week, whatever, but this would have been the time to give us information on I the flash, that. real yeah. information. Um, also, what the hell is wrong with James Gunn and Peter Safran when they won't tell us for sure if Ezra Miller is going to continue to be the flash? They won't say no, they won't say yes. 
I think they I, I, they're scared to tell you that he's still the Flash, and he they don't, I don't hear that Flash. No, I think they don't want to end, ruin the end of the movie. But we all don't want him to be the Flash. Like I know, ruin the I end know, of the movie. Still, like I, I don't think they, I don't think they want to turn around and say like, oh, he definitely won't be the Flash going out because then everybody knows that he dies in the Flash. He should die. All right, not in real life. Yeah. Obviously, I don't. I, I don't wish that in real life. But I, I mean, like you, you guys are the ones always bitching about spoilers. <laughs> no, but yeah, but that, that's, that's a not, good spoiler. That wouldn't that's be considered a, a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah, that wouldn't be considered a spoiler. That would be considered confirmation. Like I can just picture them being like, "Oh, he's definitely not going to be." And Fred's just sitting there, like, "Oh, now I know he's going to die." See, the word went ruined it with spoilers. And <laughs> no, I would have been fine. In this case, Fred, I would have been fine. I would have been. I would have okay. been, okay. been like, you know what? Send me the script. He told me, I'll, "I'll go see it if you let me know exactly what happens." He told me that this movie is resetting everything, so I don't care if he's dying, he's alive, or whatever the case is. I know he's not the Flash going forward because it resets. The fact that he's not saying that Ezra is not going to be the Flash anymore uh, makes me worried that he's still the Flash. And James Gunn is so excited about this movie. So now let's talk about that for a second because we know we're getting the Batman, the patents and Batman stuff in the Elseworlds. So maybe Ezra is still the flash but in the Zack Snyder universe. Right, but I don't want to have any other movies in the Zack Snyder universe. I'm done with it. I'm over Well, it. I mean, just because he's the flash in the Zack Snyder universe doesn't mean we have to ha- ever have to visit the Zack Snyder universe again. Yeah, right? I guess. But, it, but, but again, I mean, why is it open for them later on in case they want to do some multiverse which look, listen, DC DC Comics invented the multiverse in comics, right? They were the first ones they did it way before Marvel did. Um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, like they were always big on bringing in characters from different Earths and the Earth yeah. Two and Earth Three and Earth That's Six, and blah 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 blah. So um, I want to see that as a movie series. By the way, I know it was it was so awesome that. on the CW. I can only imagine how good it would be if it was done yeah. correctly in yeah. a movie. But I think that's why he's they're being cagey about it because more than likely you're going to have uh elseworlds where we got robert pattinson's batman universe right where you're going to have we know that we're getting a penguin professor pig and a scarecrow show on hbo max as well as probably i I mean you're out of your mind stop it you don't think the penguin show is going to be good i the penguin show is going to be amazing but at the end of the day i don't really give a shit about it anymore like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, you guys gotta get I, over it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, bro. It, doesn't it, matter. Those, it does matter. That, it absolutely the matters. Batman trilogy is dead. Because, it's right, out right. of my mind. Yes, I don't care. All they have to do. is say that Robert Pattinson is going to be the Batman in the DCU, and suddenly all those movies matter again, and I'm yep. excited about it. But why yeah. do it's I matter? They matter because end. they're good. What are they being invested for? They matter because and they're good. That's the why they show, matter. The Penguin Show. They listen, add I do zero like, value to the overall story, so they don't right. matter. Well, that's not 100% true. So I, they said that the Penguin Show is going to directly lead into the Batman 2, Matt Reeves' Batman 2. No. In that sense, fine. But like, those, the I, shows I, and yeah. the movies uh, for Matt Reeves are all connected, but it, it's not connected to Gunn. 
Right. It's not I, connected I wanna, to guns. I want to like, connected to guns. Stuff. They're related, what do you mean? Like, who weed. cares? We've all been waiting for yeah. years for this new yeah. vision of the DCU because DC has been trash. Uh, so, uh, of course, we care. And, like, if all these movies don't matter to that new vision, then I don't care. If they canceled Batman 2, like Batgirl, I would not care because I know a new Batman's coming. It doesn't matter anymore. I agree. You guys are I so agree, stuck on everything that's connected in a shared universe. I agree, Fred. Why can't there be multiple shared everyone universes? Is, every, everyone is. Everyone is. He's creating the universe. Why so. can't here's, there be multiple the shared universes? Because they haven't done one yet. Let them do yeah. one universe correctly. Yes, and they, then, technically, they've done three. And they've all been they garbage. They didn't do any. I mean, they did the Zack Snyder universe. That was a shared universe. It was garbage. That's still going to exist. It's, it's trash. It, it was butchered trash. to hell because he they didn't even do half of it. Do yeah. any, but they did do some. So no, they, they, they did them, but like. they did him horribly. And now, and now we're getting the Batman uh, Elseworlds, right? With Robert Pattinson's Batman. It's going to be its own shared universe, right? And as you said, Chris, the Penguin was your favorite part of the Batman movie. So yeah. why would you not be excited over a Penguin show? Because it's, because I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I agree with yeah. Fred. It doesn't matter to me. And, I, and dude, you guys and to, are to, to put it in perspective. Hold on. It is what it is. Perspective though. Right now they're on the same page, right? They're talking. They don't want to cross into each other's territories. They don't want to use characters, or whatever. At some point, one of them is going to become bigger than the other. Let's say the Matt Reeves universe, the, the uh, Elseworlds universe, performs better in theaters than James Gunn shit. Once Superman comes out and all that stuff, some ho dumb Hollywood exec is going to go. Well, I'd rather give him the money instead of you. When Matt Reeves wants to end it at a certain point and James Gunn wants to have a 10 year plan, I don't think it's a smart decision right now. I don't think it's a smart decision to be building out two separate universes when really it should be a one singular focus. Prove to us you can do it and then you can branch off and get a little excited. But, but here's the thing. If it's all good shit, then what does it matter? Here's the problem. Marvel was focused on one universe. And they killed it, right? Universally, everyone, for the most part, yeah. loves just about okay. every movie that came out. Once Marvel started to branch off and have multiple shows and movies and storylines and, like, you don't know what universe matches to what and all that kind of stuff, collectively, everyone's been complaining about Phase 4. It's so disjointed. I feel like we're starting off in Phase 4. We're already of, disjointed. Of DC World. <laughs> right. That's, but, I think that's my biggest problem. Because they're letting you, what Marvel didn't do was let us know where everything is placed. That DC's is, that is a, good, a good step what, in the right direction. What James Gunn did know. was gave us a heads up that these other movies don't matter to shit. They're just there. I think what no, they don't said matter to James Gunn's universe. I think what Which James Gunn is said to everything us in, in much DC nicer right terms. Now. In much nicer terms, what he said to us is, look, guys, I, I didn't win every battle I tried to fight. So I have to we have to deal with Elseworlds. It is what it is. That's basically what he said to us. Yeah, what he bit. said was I tried to kill a 90 a, a Batman movie that outperformed the last three Batman movies. And no, he didn't try to kill it. I bet you he tried to absorb it into his own show. And Warner Brothers right. was like, Why the fuck would we do that when we have a right. hit on our hands? Yeah, no, instead Warner Brothers wants to make a sequel to the Joker and make it a musical. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, again, another right. another, another movie that I give zero shits about is another I, I so little. Like I don't know the how first much Joker made them a shit ton of money and was and nominated I didn't for care best about picture. It. And was nominated for best picture, right? Right. It was a fantastic movie in itself. 
Right. Why would they not want to make a sequel to that? Because they're because the smart decision would be to let let the one movie stand on its own and then just move forward and be like, look, we know what we're doing. Clearly, we made this movie. So when, let us yep. move forward. So yep. when, when the not every movie needs a sequel. sequel. But not no, I, I agree. Not every movie needs a sequel. But at the same point, it's like it was not only was it a financial success, but it was a critically acclaimed success too because it got nominated for a Best Picture. So why would you not expand on that universe? You know what I'm why saying? Why would you the take Batman. that director and that writer and have him make another character? Have him focus on something? That another director character and writer wants to wants to do a sequel to the yeah, Joker, and it's, a, and it's a musical. <sighs> Who cares? Like Maybe it's gonna too. be amazing. It's Maybe it's going to be amazing. It's going to be terrible. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't know until we see it's it. Bad. Everyone thought one and two was going to be good. A shared universe. Yeah. I can't deal with it. I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, I, I you just, guys are ridiculous when it comes to It's not even that it's a shared, uh, it, shared universe stuff. It's just like I said before, like focus. Narrow it down. Give us a singular focus. Show us you could do yeah. it. But here's the thing. And then James we'll Gunn doesn't up. have to focus on Matt Reeves' Batman because Matt Reeves is focused on Matt Reeves' Batman. No, but he does, though, right? because they need to make sure. No, he doesn't. They already said they don't want to cross over. He was, they he, don't want to. And he was saying, hey, listen, listen, that's Elseworlds. So he's already laid no, out the man. full plan to us. That's no, Elseworlds. Whatever though. happens over there doesn't affect over here. You're missing the point. At some point, they don't want to cross paths. And what that means is at some point, Matt Reeves is going to be like, well, I want to use Clayface. And James Gunn's going to go, well, no, 20 years from now, I'm going to use Clayface. And it's James gonna be a Gunn shouldn't make a Batman movie. No, if he doesn't want to cross paths, then James Gunn should make a Batman movie. Well, I will That's say so ass backwards though. <laughs> if anything, no. you kick Matt Reeves to the curb and say, "Hey, why? it's why? my why? vision," because he's good, the right? leader of DC. What are you not understanding? If he's the leader of DC. Everybody cares. Like, DC hey, Matt Reeves, cares. we got to find a way to bring you into the fold because you already have figured out how to do Batman right. Because you you got a hit on your hands. I will say that if the plan is to do Brave and the Bold. And maybe at the end of that movie, Batman dies or something like that. And like going forward, we're focused on the Bat family and not Bruce Wayne. And then you have Matt Reeves Batman as like a soul Batman. Okay. You know, we'll wait and see, right? We don't, that's just a guess. But if we're going to have to deal with two Batmen, I feel like you're, yeah, it's not it's silly. interested. It's silly. I, I feel like it's silly. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely you say you say it like we're in the majority in the minority when in fact you're the minority in this at the end of the day i don't care if everything's connected or not as long as we get good movies right so if we get a to, no, why why do they have to why why do they I have feel to? like i feel like the only for, other for the exactly first, what has for the first, to be done for at this point. Our lives for the first two-thirds of our lives we didn't have shared universes in movies I mean, now and we they were a mess. They were a we, mess. No, 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 no. Now I'm not talking about comic movies. I'm talking about movies in general, right? We didn't have shared universes in movies, and we can enjoy movies good, right? Yeah. We enjoyed trilogy for being good, right? Didn't have to yeah. connect to 19 other movies with with phases right. and chapters and sagas and everything like that. Why can't we have that again? Why does no, everything have so why to do we want that? Why would we want that? Why are we moving when, backwards? Though? Oh, it we, works. We have it now. Right. I, yeah. I'm Fred and I are basically saying the same thing. Why yeah. move backwards? Like, my thing is, is we didn't know how just good because, something would be with the just shared universe. Just because a shared now universe is great doesn't mean that a non-shared universe has to be bad. I don't disagree. But if that's the case, then leave Matt Reeves' Batman that everyone universally thinks is phenomenal alone. Leave Todd Phillips' Joker that everyone thinks was phenomenal alone and just pivot to here. Why do they have to go back to that well? 
and build yeah. a shared universe. To your it's, point, it's why are we going back to build a shared universe? The business if everyone can yeah. the day. Like, and those but are building a shared universe for Peter Gunn's no, shared but, but universe they, is not a proven moneymaker yet. But take Todd Phillips and Matt Reeves, bring them over to the DCU and utilize them to make movies that we are actually a part of the shared universe yeah. instead of but going backwards. Peter Gunn didn't want them. I don't think that's, Matt Reeves wanted. And yeah, if Reeves that's the case, them. then I don't know about you Todd say Phillips, but Matt, Matt Reeves take a fucking hike at that right. point. like Or change your character's show. name to Darkman and make your own movie. That's like that's like kicking out. Uh, you know, you, you got a proven winner here. Why would you kick out so a proven winner? It, then he can if he well, can make the a proven winner is the MCU of a shared universe. That's I just I winner. just feel like the MCU showed us like again. I think we said this in the past. I don't know if we said it on the podcast or not, but um, Endgame, the moment with all the portals and Endgame, like the amount of uh, excitement and like just emotion and whatever in that scene only happens when you have twenty years. Or ten years of movies yes, behind you. Agreed. So, and the MCU has been the only one that's been able to do it right. I know, but so my point is, and we know we, we experienced that, right? We experienced it the first time you had sex. Yes, did you go afterwards? Like, well, I went eighteen years of my life without having sex, so I can just go back to that. No, you're no, like that was that was pretty right. nice. I kind of want to do that again. This is what we're <laughs> feeling right now. We had that big O during Avengers Endgame, and we want to have more of those O's, and we haven't had them in a while, and we're struggling here. You know what I'm saying? With new characters that we oh. all want to learn more about and grow right. in this universe. So just, just remember, I just both. I just compared the MCU to, to an orgasm. That's how <laughs> desperate I am for another, another shared yeah. universe. It's valid, though. It's valid. I'm just saying we could have both. I don't see why we can't have both. That's a clip. That's a clip for TikTok comparing <laughs> the MCU to uh, an orgasm. An orgasm. <laughs> Listen, it's no, we can't have both. And you know what? We might love everything. That comes out, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm not we're, saying we're Batman Two is gonna be a shit movie because I, I I loved the first one and I I like this character. I just don't. Right, so that's my point right there. Care about if, him anymore? If right. if you love the movie that much, like I did, right? I mean, you were the minority in here as far as we love the movie because now you, yeah. you changed John. You switched. Yeah, we, John. Changed, we, we switched John over. We love yeah, the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Why would we not care about the sequel? I care a lot about because it because it no longer part. matters. It no longer matters. Right, we're focused on what's coming soon because I want to see a badass fucking Batman movie. I love Batman so much. Like I've been following Batman. It's my number one favorite superhero of all time. I've got more Batman comics, more Batman shit than any anything else that I own. I want to see nine different versions of Batman. Show me every version of Batman you possibly can. I don't care if they're in a shared universe because I love the character that much. I don't I care. The problem though universe or not i think the risk that they're taking and it, you know maybe it'll pay off but it's like matt reeves batman 2 comes out and let's say it's just like you know it's basically the dark knight of the matt reeves world and it's just unbelievable blows everything out of the water now mm -hmm. james gunn has to somehow compete with batman with his own batman yeah and yeah. maybe that knocks his batman out of it and we kind of don't give a shit about james gunn batman that could derail his entire eight to ten so, plan which i do think is smart that james gunn's bringing in damian wayne well this is this is why batman saying, movie. if the plan is to not focus on batman so much and focus on the family then it, you know it makes a little more sense they would have two batmen yeah. you know what i mean but uh i think you just you run a risk especially if you're sharing characters like that of kind of alienating one side versus the other when one's really good and one maybe not you know i feel like there's just there's a you're asking for problems 
And I kind of mm-hmm. want them to just focus on one shared universe and prove to us that the plan's going to work and we're you're in, you're in good hands and all that stuff. Um, but we have to give it time. Yes, right? We can't. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's all guesses. So. I mean, we, we, there, we also don't know that Batman movie from James Gunn will be coming out in fucking 10 years from now. Like, Well, that's true. And it could also know, be maybe modeling after the nineteen sixty. completely finish his trilogy before that Batman movie even comes out. Yeah. Well, so we also don't know about that either. So it's 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 all it's it's all just like uh you know we're we're taking guesses we're throwing yeah. parts of the chalkboard. Yeah. yeah. But you say you don't care yeah, about. I mean, if, if, if this is the if, I'm saying I don't care about the direction of it anymore because it, it means literally nothing to the overall story right. that's being built on and, Gunside. And just to put it in perspective, like always, Fred and I are saying we don't care, but when the trailer comes out, we're going to react to it. When the movie yeah. comes out, we're going to go see it and we're yeah. going to do a deep dive on it. And I'm, I'm probably going to love it. But and we're probably going to love it. Right. I'm going to walk out of there and be like, I wish that was our Batman going forward and he's not. So yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't care about anything. The beauty of the internet, right? We can just have our, an opinion separate, a different opinion every time. I just, I, I think I'm just like in shared universe overload at this point, where like everything has to be a fucking shared universe just because Marvel did it so well. And I'm just like, yeah. I, I just, I just want to see. I want to go back to seeing good movies. Instead I don't of disagree like, with that, but I feel like, like if, if something shit. should be in a shared universe, it really should it, be the DC the universe. Book. And yeah, and, I mean, I, I get with comic book movies, it should be a shared universe. But at the end of the day, like. I don't know. You know, you go back to even the original comic book movies that we were getting, like Spider-Man wasn't in a shared universe. Like those Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. Right. X-Men wasn't. X-Men wasn't. And I mean, X-Men was like hit or miss with their movies. But, you know, for the most part, they were their own universe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they weren't in a universe because it was just X-Men movies. It was just... You know, well, they tried that. You know, the goal was to have the Wolverine and Magneto, then Gambit, and all kinds of yeah, stuff, like expand that, that portion of um, it. Yeah. But uh, you know, then they decided to release the Wolverine with unfinished graphics. I mean, you know, yeah, real, real smart, Fox. Um, but they didn't. They didn't connect all these things. They were just out there, and they, you know, they were either good or they were bad or whatever. Again, but, to my point, we all got. You know, we all did some shit before we had sex. Then we had sex, and was like, yeah, I'm not turning back. It's the same thing with these movies. We all loved. We tried to love these movies. As bad as they could be, X Men One to this day doesn't really hold up well. But when it came out, you better believe I was like, "That fucking movie's amazing." <laughs> then, then they, the MCU was like, "Well, look, here's Iron Man, and it looks like he's really wearing an Iron Man suit and flying in space, basically." And I was like, "Fuck, man, the X Men movies suck compared to this." So, like, yeah. you know, it's all relative, right? We we have a lot more experience under our belts, so you know, we want what we want. I'm not gonna change our minds. I think <laughs> I think we covered everything, boys. I think we covered everything. Did I? Did we I miss any so. of the DC announcements? I don't think so. I think that was everything. Um, I feel like uh, that was everything. One unique thing was zero mention of Black Adam. <laughs> oh, that was going to be the final. The final question was going to be just kind of what they what they didn't talk about. There's no talk of Black Adam, which you know we kind of all expected that. There's they there's no talk of a team up movie, and I'm not saying just yeah. Justice League, just in general. There's no talk of some no. sort of big event movie at the end of a chapter well, or saga the, or the port, what was it the authority is supposed to be their team up movie i guess the authority and the creature commandos are team up team up properties uh, the authority yeah. i guess is the team up movie but uh you know i guess the the assumption is that they're going to build towards the justice league and there's no yeah. mention of that 
understandably there's no mention of an overarching like villain for well, all these movies i guess they'll wait for that you know we'll, we'll discover because we're, we're only at the first half of this chapter right. So he's still gonna announce more shit. I'm curious at the end uh, of the year or next year or what whatever. Did he say like when he was gonna announce more? Huh? Did he say no. did he say when he would announce more? I don't think so. No, I would imagine we get more information around Comic Con or their um their DC fandom event at the end of the year. Maybe we'll true, get more true, then. True, true, true. But um I, I doubt we hear anything till one of those events. I feel like yeah, we have to Carmine's wrap it up here because Carmine's vi- video feed is getting all fucked up. Yours was getting fucked up earlier too, pal. Yeah, yours was uh, um, skipping also. Was it? I don't even remember that. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I think, uh, yeah, I think Fred's right. Like probably around Comic Con, we'll probably get some more bigger announcements. Um, I do know that he is slowly killing off every other DC property besides Matt Reeves yeah. stuff and the Joker stuff. All the TV stuff is is going away. Like Titans is going away. Doom Patrol is going away. Um, And but he has the guy from Doom Patrol doing Batman, right? Right. Ah, yes. Right. He's got he's got people coming in between Doom Patrol and Titans. Yeah, Doom Patrol was the better show between Doom Patrol and Titans. I couldn't stand that fucking Titans show. So that thing was straight trash. But all right, boys. I would like to see it end uh, properly, though. because I think they're still they're in the middle of um, season four right now, and sure, I hope it's just not canceled and they can oh, well, at least we finish really, it off. We really got to see what happens to Hawk and Dove. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you really feel. <laughs> I can't stand that show so much, man. Why? Why can't we have a standalone TV show? <laughs> like I said, as long um, as they're good, as long as they're good, that's not good. Uh, what I was disappointed in because I feel like. Um, I feel like Gunn was uh, gonna give us more, um, more more characters that weren't a list, and uh, I'm surprised we didn't hear anything about like um, uh, Green Arrow because he that's never been a movie. He's never right. even seen uh, in Justice League. He was never hinted at like right. We've never seen him uh, other than the CW show, so I, I would love. Well, we still for, may get him. Though. Yeah, we may get him because you know we because, only got a portion of the announcement. But yeah, um, I feel like I, w- I wish they announced what the villains of each show or each movie yeah. is going to be too, just to give yeah. us a little bit more of an idea of what we're kind of waiting. I guess for. you have to go to those comics that he references and yeah, see who their villains are. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. We hit over almost an hour and 40 minutes, boys. That's uh, I feel like we went over. I, I can't think of anything we missed, honestly. Um, let us know in That's the chat. Right. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on Facebook, wherever you follow us, what you guys thought of the big DC announcements. There was a ton of stuff that came out. Um, keep watching Last of Us with us. We're going to keep uh, talking about it each episode. And uh, keep an eye out. We got some comic videos coming out from Zuplex. Uh, Scythe, remind me, is MVP this weekend or next weekend? MVP is this weekend. This weekend, we got a new episode of MVP, Multiversal Definitely Podcast. Definitely got some gaming news to go over. A ton, uh, actually. Yeah, I actually saw some stuff. I figured I'd leave it off of here because I knew we were going to be going yeah. a while. Um, so, the, <coughs> excuse me, there was be some big news there. Um, like and subscribe. Let us know. Uh, if there's anything in particular you'd like to know our opinions about, uh, let us know. If you just want us to fight each other about something, that's cool, too. <laughs> and uh, 
keep an eye out for all the wrestling stuff. There was a ton of wrestling stuff that happened this weekend, and you can catch all the live videos on our YouTube. And, and we're officially in the road to WrestleMania. Officially in the road yeah. to WrestleMania. So uh, thanks, boys. Thanks for uh, yeah, yelling at each other for an hour and a half, and uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Later. Later.